Every 68 seconds, someone in America is sexually assaulted. I am one of those people, and maybe you are too. If you're anything like me, you have burning questions, shame, guilt, and maybe fear weighing down on you at all hours of the day. Whether something terrible happened to you yesterday or 40 years ago, we all deal with the lasting effects of abuse and trauma of all kinds. To my fellow survivors, thank you for being here. Thank you for being courageous enough to just listen. To those who know a survivor, thank you for being willing to learn. To my listeners who aren't either of those things, thank you for supporting us by listening and learning. Every podcast episode I record has the possibility of being difficult for some of my listeners to hear, so be easy on yourself. Pick a time and place that suits you best, and don't be afraid to pause something and come back later when you found the courage to do so. I love you all, and I'm so glad that you're here with me today. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. It is Monday evening, and it's way too late to even admit to you what time it is. <laughs> um, I've been so busy, and definitely, yeah, this has been put on the back burner for a little bit, but I'm glad I'm just going for it. And leaving something with you guys that I hope you'll really enjoy, um, a little different than normal, and kind of last minute, of course, too, but I went ahead and (laughs) found a page in a book I'm reading to hopefully relate back to trauma and abuse and all these things, um, because I think there's so many things we can relate to trauma that we've experienced, and so... I'm going to be talking about finding the courage to change and how that relates back to trauma and abuse and all that stuff. Um, It actually can relate in a lot of ways, but I would say one of the ways that I had to learn when I was experiencing, you know, the aftermath of trauma and all that stuff was, you know, starting the healing process and facing the things that triggered me and facing the conversations that I had to have, facing um, going to the doctor to get checked out, facing going to a counselor and to therapy and all these things that were extremely scary for me, but, you know, it was necessary. So the quote that I want to start with is um, a prayer that I, I don't know how to say this name, but I'm going to try by a person named Reinhold Niebuhr. And I think you guys have heard this quote before. It's, it's very um, well circulated, but it is, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. And I think that relates really well to those of us who've experienced trauma of any kind, and especially Um, those of us who've experienced different kinds of abuse because there are so many things that have happened to us that we can't change. They are in the past. We can't change anything about the fact that they happened to us. But I think we forget that there are things about our present and our future that we can change um, in relation to what's happened to us. And sometimes we just put all of that together. We lump it all together. We put the trauma in there. We put what actually happened to us there. And we put the way that we react to our trauma in that same box. And we just put it all 
in that box and we leave it um, in the back of our minds. But what we have to do is take that box out and take all these little pieces out, you know, take out what happened to us, the trauma that came with it and how we react to it. Um, and we need to examine that and figure out what can I change about these things. And I've had to, you know, do this myself and figure out, can I change what my abuser did to me? No. Um, can I change the way that I react to the triggers that I have from that? Yeah, I can. Which is honestly a topic for a whole other episode is taking responsibility for your triggers. But that's one thing that I realized that I could change and it took a lot of work and I'm still dealing with triggers. Like, hello, I probably always will. But um, but just the things that remind me of, you know, what's happened to me, I've learned the hard way that there are things that I can change about those triggers and that we can also change how we deal with what's happened to us by going to therapy and all these things. But there's one thing that kind of circles around this and that's fear, right? This quote, it's a prayer, but um, it talks about courage and, you know, changing the things that we can change takes courage. And I mean, the reason we need courage is because we have fear, right? Um, There's a quote from the book. Uh, It says, the quality of our lives is directly related to how well we confront fear manage uncertainty, and have faith when all seems lost. To be human means acknowledging that we are limited in our understanding of this life and that most of life is filled with massive uncertainty. Living with, embracing, and coming to terms with uncertainty will bring you tremendous peace. It will also be the cornerstone of claiming your power. And this is a really important quote to me because when I think about the things that I don't understand about what happened to me, it makes me crazy it makes me feel like I can't get a get a handle on what happened and I just obsess over it more which makes me focus on the negativity more and then you know I'm in this constant cycle but it's taken a while for me to realize that I really do have to let go of those things that I can't understand because the more I focus on them the more bad like the 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 worse I feel honestly Um, about everything and the uncertainty of like what is going to happen later when I'm reminded of this thing or um, not knowing how people will react when I share it with them or whatever it is Um, there's just so many ways that you can be uncertain in, in relation to this but it really is stuff that you have to kind of surrender and whether you're a Christian or not for me, I, I surrender those things to God that I believe in, you know, that's my creator. And um, another part of this book says, the areas of your life where you are the most dead are also the areas of your life where you have the least courage and the least faith in God. And I would say with relation to, you know, my abuse and trauma, um, for a long time, I didn't have a whole lot of courage. I, I mean, I think all of us really do have a sense of courage that have that are survive, survivors of those things because we're facing life every day knowing that those things have happened to us but it does take more courage to face those things head on and 
figure out a way to deal with them or surrender the uncertainty and things we can't understand about them. And so I just think it's really important to remember and to realize that there's so much in store for us um, in relation to our purpose and the pain that we've experienced that we do have to come to terms with. I mean, it's it's real, you know? Those things really did happen and they really were painful. But I think I have mentioned before that I believe from your pain comes your purpose. And for me, I know that my creator has given me great great things and has even greater things in store um, than I can really imagine. And just from the pain that I've experienced, I've already seen evidence of that, right? Like purpose coming from the pain that I've experienced. And so on this road to finding what that purpose really is, we really do have to embrace change and change something about where we are, what we're doing with our lives and how we're responding and dealing with our trauma. Because the longer that we sit in the trauma and we don't deal with it and we let it just fester underneath, the longer we stay far away from the purpose um, that our lives could be bringing us. And I think sometimes people think that focusing on what we've been through and, you know, trying to heal ourselves and all these things can be selfish, but truly it is not selfish at all because this whole process, you going through what you went through and coming out of it, healing from it, that is about so much more than you. It's about your future children or your current children or the friends that you're going to meet that have experienced the same things. Um, It's about so many other people that you're going to meet on your journey. But the unfortunate fact is that you won't have as much of an impact, if at all, if you don't change how you are dealing with and healing from what's happened to you. And honestly, if we don't deal with the things that have happened to us, it's only going to lead to more pain and suffering. And we won't get to experience all of the great things in life because like I've said before psychologically if we focus solely on negative things and then try to block those out we will also block out the good in our lives so if we don't change how our brains are dealing with this and we don't you know come up with a new way of um, dealing with what we're going through or just face it in general then how are we going to expect a good fruitful joyful life we really won't be able to if you feel like it's something that you feel guilty about because you're focusing on yourself then I want you to think about who else in your life you could be doing this for who else could benefit from your healing Is it your family, your husband, your wife, your children, the people you work with? Who are you doing it for? Because that's something that I focused on quite a bit actually in my healing process because after my trauma and my sexual assault, I was 
you know, with my boyfriend of many years at that point. And the less that I focused on healing, the more difficulty we had in our relationship. Um, and it's not like I was doing it only for him. Of course I was doing it for myself as well, but it was so much easier to know, okay, I'm working on healing myself. I'm changing things about my life. I'm focusing on what I've gone through, you know, facing it head on through the pain because I know that it's going to be helpful for me, but also for my significant other. Right. And then, I mean, I had no way of knowing that I think I'd create a podcast about this stuff and help other people too. But I mean, somebody knew that that would happen. Right. So I want to have you guys think about three times in the past that you wanted to start changing the way that you live your life, wanted to move towards healing, face what you've been through, um, whatever you want to call it. I want you to think of three times that you've almost done that, but then you changed your mind and you quickly went back into, you know, what you've already been doing, um, into that comfort zone because, you were very close, right? But not quite close enough. And I want you to know that it doesn't have to be that way every single time. There is that version of you that wants to stay where you are because it's safe. It feels safe for your body and your brain. And your brain is wired to keep you safe, right? So why would your brain be in support of you trying to change something about your life right now and heal from the trauma you've experienced. Um, but you have to believe that safety is not what matters most. What matters most is this purpose that you could be pursuing from the pain that you've experienced and the healing that you have to go through to get there. Right? So I know that it takes courage to change something and it takes a lot of courage to face the things that we've experienced um, that people have done to us that were terrible and hard and painful. I know that it's extremely scary. I can tell you a dozen or probably a lot more than a dozen times that I've had to face things um, to try to heal from from my trauma and I've not always been perfect like heck no I've there's been times where I should have done something to further that healing process and face what I've experienced and I just chose not to because I wanted to stay safe but I just want to remind you guys that you if you're listening to this you're already on that healing journey you're already interested in seeing what you can change and what you can understand But that also helps you figure out what you can't change and what you can't understand. So I hope that from all of these episodes and from the future episodes, of course, that you'll, you know, figure out what things you can change, what things you can't, and be able to really begin or continue the healing process through the pain, through all of the experiences you've had. Um, And yeah, I hope that is encouraging for you guys. I definitely needed that today. And I hope to have you guys listen next week. It'll be another surprise. I haven't been one to plan out ahead of time for some reason lately, but I kind of like what's coming from it. So 
yeah, it was a short one today, but thanks for listening and I'll see you guys next week. Hello, hello, it's me again. Uh, I wanted to just end this with a request from y'all. First of all, I would really appreciate some suggestions for future episode topics. I'd love to hear about what you would love to hear from me. And also, I'd really, really, really appreciate if you could share this on your social media accounts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Um, Share this because I know there's people out there who are just like you that could really benefit from listening to this kind of podcast. Uh, Another thing I would really appreciate is if you guys could go on to Apple Podcasts and if you loved this episode and are excited to hear more from me, you could just put a review on there. Um, I would just really appreciate that because it would show Apple that, you know, I have a listening and people are interested in what I have to share. So yeah, thank you guys so much and I'll see you next week.